You are listening to You Were Made For This, the podcast to help transform your relationships into the best they can be. Welcome to You Were Made For This. If you find yourself wanting more from your relationships, you've come to the right place. Here you'll discover practical principles you can use to experience the life-giving relationships you were made for. And now here's your host, John Sertalic. Well, thank you, Carol. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 115. One way that we can foster deep and fulfilling relationships is by becoming more self-aware. It helps keep our relationships from slowly drifting to the shallow end of the pool, where they're just not as much fun as they are in the deep end. The problem is many of us are not nearly as self-aware as we think we are. To improve in this area is a challenge, and which happens to be the topic of today's episode. So keep listening. A number of years ago, I came across an intriguing prayer. I wish I could remember where I found it, but I don't. I've used it in several workshops I've given, and in fact wrote a blog piece about it last summer. And I'll have a link to to that blog piece in the show notes. It's simply titled, 17th Century Nun's Prayer. As I read her prayer to you, see if you can figure out why I find it intriguing. So here goes, 17th Century Nun's Prayer. Lord, Thou knowest better than I know myself that I am growing older and someday will be old. Keep me from the fatal habit of thinking I must say something on every subject and on every occasion. Release from me craving to straighten out everybody's affairs. Make me thoughtful but not moody, helpful but not bossy. With my vast store of wisdom, it seems a pity not to use it all. But thou knowest, Lord, that I want a few friends at the end. Keep my mind free from the recital of endless details. Give me wings to get to the point. Seal my lips on my aches and pains. They are increasing, and love of rehearsing them is becoming sweeter as the years go by. I dare not ask for grace enough to enjoy the tales of others' pains, but help me to endure them with patience. I dare not ask for improved memory, but for a growing humility and a lessening cocksuredness when my memory seems to clash with the memories of others. Teach me the glorious lesson that occasionally I may be mistaken. Keep me reasonably sweet. I do not want to be a saint. Some of them are so hard to live with. But a sour old person is one of the crowning works of the devil. Give me the ability to see good things in unexpected places and talents in unexpected people. And give me, O Lord, the grace to tell them so. Amen. Let me tell you why I'm intrigued by this prayer. It's actually for a number of reasons. First off, there's a bit of humor and edginess to it. I like to think God has a sense of humor, 
and that he appreciates a little edginess from time to time. The prayer also intrigues me because it's an example of the aura principle of deepening our relationships we've been talking about in recent episodes. You remember aura, don't you? Observe, remember, act. O-R-A. I'll have a link to a few of these episodes in the show notes. Let's talk about observe first, the O. Our 17th century nun doesn't have a name, but for our purposes, let's see, I think I'll call her Sister Olivia. Sister Olivia. A perfectly good nun's name from the 1600s. Sister Olivia observes some things within herself she doesn't like, and she asks God to remove these things from her life. Her prayer is one of reduction. Take these things from me, is her plea to God. Take these things from me. Here are a couple of examples from her prayer. Keep me from the fatal habit of thinking I must say something on every subject and on every occasion. Release me from craving to straighten out everybody's affairs. Make me thoughtful but not moody, helpful but not bossy. Keep my mind free from the recital of endless details. Seal my lips on my aches and pains. Her prayer is a great example of self-awareness, which is such an important part of relational intelligence. So, that's observe. The next component, remember, are. Sister Olivia remembers her flaws, and for the most part does not get defensive about them. She owns them and recalls how these idiosyncrasies have gotten in the way of her relationships. She also remembers that to rid herself of these flaws will take supernatural power from God. She knows she can't do it on her own. So that's R for remember. Then we come to A for act. Given what she observes in herself and what she remembers about her weaknesses, Sister Olivia takes action. She prays to God to help her be the person he created her to be. And she knows that she can't do this on her own. So she takes action by calling upon God to help her, for God to do the work. That's the action that she takes. Act. A for action. So, What's the point of all of this for you? Now, it would be easy to dismiss this, quote, prayer, unquote, as something cute and funny. That would be a mistake in my view. The prayer is a good example of the power of self-awareness in helping us relate better with each other and with ourself. It's really Romans 12.3 all over again that we've talked about several times. This is where Paul says, Don't think you are better than you really are. Be honest in your evaluation of yourselves, measuring yourselves by the faith that God has given us. Wouldn't you like to be friends with someone like this nun? Wouldn't you like to be her neighbor? I know I would. Imagine what our relationships would be like if all of us prayed like she did. Your flaws and my flaws may well be different from hers. But what if each of us 
ask the Holy Spirit to reveal our weaknesses to us and to show how they are keeping our relationships from being all that they could be. And then to ask God for the wisdom and power to be more like the men and women he created us to be. So, let me, let me read the prayer one more time to see if it resonates with you. Lord, thou knowest better than I know myself that I am growing older and will someday be old. Keep me from the fatal habit of thinking I must say something on every subject and on every occasion. Release me from craving to straighten out everybody's affairs. Make me thoughtful, but not moody. Helpful, but not bossy. With my vast store of wisdom, it seems a pity not to use it all. But thou knowest, Lord, that I want a few friends at the end. Keep my mind free from the recital of endless details. Give me wings to get to the point. Seal my lips on my aches and pains. They are increasing, and love of rehearsing them is becoming sweeter as the years go by. I dare not ask for grace enough to enjoy the tales of others' pains, but help me to endure them with patience. I dare not ask for improved memory, but for a growing humility and a lessening cocksuredness where my memory seems to clash with the memories of others. Teach me the glorious lesson that occasionally I may be mistaken. Keep me reasonably sweet. I do not want to be a saint. Some of them are so hard to live with. But a sour old person is one of the crowning works of the devil. Give me the ability to see good things in unexpected places and talents in unexpected people. And give me, O Lord, the grace to tell them so. Amen. I think my, my favorite line of the, of the whole poem are the last two sentences. It shows a tenderness in Sister Olivia. It's where she says, Give me the ability to see good things in unexpected places and talent in unexpected people. And give me, O Lord, the grace to tell them so. Huh. May that be true of us too. Well, Here's the main point that I I hope you remember from today's episode. It's this. The more self-aware we are, the greater the possibility for significant, meaningful relationships. I'd love to hear any thoughts you have about today's episode. Just send them to me in an email to john at caringforothers.org. Or you can share your thoughts in the leave a reply box at the bottom of the show notes. In closing, if you found this podcast helpful, feel free to forward this episode on to others you think might be interested in today's content. I hope your thinking was stimulated by today's show to both reflect and to act, so that becoming more and more self-aware, you will find the joy that God intends for you through your relationships. Because after all, you were made for this. Well, that's all for today. I look forward to being with you again next week. Goodbye for now.